Yeah, so this is a great start. So um, I think we should just introduce ourselves to people. So I'm Ryan uh, from Northern Ireland, living up in Big Belfast. Uh, been an F1 fan oh, for as long as I can remember. And a massive Hamilton fan ever since he joined in 2007. Um, I'm Dominic. All right. Well, there we go. Ruined already. <laughs> Hadn't even finished my induction. You cannot wait to nip in. I was like, going, I'm, I'm Dominic. I'm Dominic. All right. So, yeah, people, that's, uh, that's what the podcast is going to be like. Uh, I'll be making a, a, a statement and Don will just butt in and try and take over. That's, that's the way it'll be. Um, Feel free to email in your complaints about it because you know I think I have some valid points, but obviously Dom will just slam himself in. So, can I speak? So yeah, Dom, Dom introduce I, yourself to people. I, oh, I'd hate to, uh, I'd hate to butt myself in. No, I know I'm done. How, how, old, how old could that be on the start of the new podcast? Hi, I'm Dom. Right, I'm done. All right, are you done? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dominic. Hey, um, I'm uh, also a huge F1 fan. Loved it. I can't even remember when I started watching it. It was back when it used to be uh, played on the BBC. I used 70s? To 70s, probably. Allman thinks I'm much older than I am. But uh, I've been watching it for a long time. Huge, huge fan. Uh, love it to pieces. And yeah, um, just and a little bit about this podcast. We just got together. We've been always been on the phone moaning about the races or celebrating the races together. We don't live in the same country. I live in Germany at the moment, but um, we know each other from obviously uh, back in the UK. But yeah, just uh, our passion's always been Formula One, and uh, we just wanted to let you guys hear us moaning about it a little bit because um, we feel like we've got some interesting points for everyone to listen to. So yeah. You said that we obviously know each other from the UK, but people listening won't know that. So me and Dom actually met at university uh, a long time ago. Yeah. We went to the esteemed University of Sunderland. Yeah, where I was a uh, mature student. Um, yes, Dom, Dom was slightly older than taking than the rest of. Taking on the uh, young boys under my wings. Yeah, I studied drinking, <laughs> mostly. And I supported. I, I, even did. I think I did media production. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at us now doing a podcast. It came in handy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's laughing at me now? <laughs> Soon there'll be an open wing for you, the Almond Wing. <laughs> oh yes, the Ryan Almond Wing. The Ryan Almond Studios. Down on the quayside. Yes, I have. Obviously, oh here we go, buttoning again. Uh, that's obviously when we first like discovered that we both liked F1 and uh, we were both Lewis Hamilton fans. Ironically, I was I watched that then, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, when we obviously when we met, we got really into it. And I think, um, obviously, after university and stuff, we moved away and uh, we got, I think, we followed it remotely even harder. And uh, obviously, on the phone, telling everyone or telling each other, should I say about our thoughts on what's gone on and the drama and the gossip and what we can't believe and what we did believe. But yeah, no, it's 
this is our journey. This is uh, where we've come to. This is the, we've not even said the name, which I'm sure you would have saw the name when you clicked on it, but the, would you like to introduce the rain? Yes. Um, our <laughs> podcast is known as F1 Purple Rain. <laughs> I just realised. I said, would you like to introduce the rain instead of the name? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I couldn't even get that right. Yeah, you've already messed, you've already messed it up. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're called F1 Purple Rain. Uh, we deliberated with a couple of names, but we thought maybe that might be the most appropriate. Most, for especially for us, the Lewis Hamilton fans, and the fact that every time he says his towers are gone, he sets purple rain sectors for for a while. So we like the name. You know, it, was, it was better than the unofficial, unnamed F1 podcast, which we thought about for a bit. Yeah, did, uh, we played around with uh, some terrible, terrible names. But, uh, I mean, you might think this one's also terrible, which I could also see, but, yeah. yeah. Please let us know, because um, we'll not change it. But <laughs> nice, to, nice to hear what people think about it. Yeah, we're definitely not going to be changing it. It's uh, going to be stuck in stone now, so... Yeah, well, obviously, this is our like first attempt at a podcast, so you know it's gonna be quite raw, quite new. We do have a structure and like progress, but we don't know if it'll work or not yet. So, obviously, the first one's just gonna be us just chatting away and you know, sharing our thoughts. And we'll get an email address and all set up, hopefully, at some stage for people to, if there is anyone listening, you know, who knows. <laughs> Could just I mean, be us too. Yeah. I mean, ironically, we don't even know if uh, maybe F1 Purple Rain's already taken. That's how diligent we've been with the, with the research. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even research if the name was taken. So this, you know, we've had to change the name straight away. You know, who knows? But you know, we'll hopefully, if we get a good following, we'll have a good structure and. We'll do it every week. So, yeah, look forward to 23 episodes this season. Hopefully 23 episodes of all we do is talk about Lewis Hamden winning the race. But uh, after seeing qualifying today, I I don't know. I should also say I'm quite upset. I should also say I'm a big Lewis Hamilton fan. But uh, in the interest of the podcast and the interest of everybody else, we're going to try to be as neutral as possible. But um, yeah, yeah, they're just out of disclaimer. In is a I do hit Christian Horner, so <laughs> uh, just I'm just going to get out of there now. I hate the man. You might not be able to tell with some stuff I'll say, but you know, I'll try and remain as unbiased as possible. But when it comes to him. I, I won't apologize for anything I say. <laughs> I don't know if you feel the same, Dom. I don't know. I mean, I I have a I have a similar thought, especially when he comes out, um, comes out like a little Jack Russell uh, with his little complaints book. I mean, last year he he's a big fan of complaining, and uh, it's one of the things we always have a, we love to laugh about. But. Uh, yeah, to me, to me, it's going to be an open mind, and we, I mean, we do love the way Horner just can't not get his fingers involved. So uh, I'm dead interested to see how it will pan this year. And yeah, uh, I'm also a big fan of like just how much Toto Wolf just lives rent free in his head. Like he must dream about Toto like every weekend. He must be, he must, he must have been there twenty four seven. 
Because all he does is just total this Mercedes lap. Yeah. We're going to go with the stewards. We're going to see if, you know, if the car's legal. The car's not legal. But I'm sure, uh, like, even uh, Horner's schedule for the day is, like, morning, breakfast, meeting with Helmut Marco, meeting with the drivers, meeting with the engineers. Takes him up till about midday, 12 o'clock. And then it's, like... Okay, how can I work out what Toto is doing? How can I find out what they're working on? How can I complain about what they're working on? How can I try and ruin their their chances of doing anything this year? Dinner, See, I think sleep, I think bed. it's slightly. I think it's slightly a bit more. And I think he wakes up, brushes his teeth, stares in the mirror, going, "What's Toto doing right now? <laughs> what are they doing that's not right with that car?" Go down, goes downstairs, makes coffee. Pretty sure then wings aren't legal. Makes his breakfast. Still, oh, Mercedes car doesn't look right. Looks illegal. Tells Jerry, love you. Wonder what Toto's doing right now. Spends the whole day just thinking about Toto Wolf and Mercedes. And how Max Verstappen's the greatest thing to ever happen to the sport. Yeah, there's only so much I can listen to that. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll try to keep us moaning about Horner to a minimum, but sometimes it might come out, depending on what he says every week, which will no doubt be a lot. I mean, this takes us on to the next subject, really. It's the sort of the agenda of the podcast. And one of the things we are going to talk about each week, not just uh, Christian Horner, but I think um, Principal's Office, where we talk about the team principals. And what they've been complaining about, or what they've been, what they've said, because I think some of the funniest characters on the grid are. Uh, I mean, Horner maybe not so funny, but when you got people like Gunter Steiner, it's, uh, it makes. Gunter's, de- Gunter's definitely up there. Like he's he's probably one of my favourites. Yeah. No, so, I think a lot of people didn't know who he was until Drive to Survive came out, because obviously a lot of people didn't really know Haas or much about him and then he's became like sort of like a star because of um, Drive to Survive but he's an absolute character and no doubt he'll say some hilarious things throughout the season he's just what I like about Gunther is he's just direct tells you as, tells you as it is he's not he's not funny yeah, he he's not he doesn't beat it in the bush I mean yeah. do you know what we should do this year as well we should give each principal an animal and Horner would be the snake for sure um, yeah. Gunther would be the most direct, the most what I can think of as the most direct, outspoken animal. What would you say that would be? Oh, well, okay, well, I don't know. The most direct, outspoken animal. Well, that's what he is as a person. I, 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 leave with me, I'll think. I'll really think about that. <laughs> I don't know. I quite, like, <laughs> I, quite, I quite like the idea where we give each principal an, an animal, yeah, like an animal, yeah, like an animal name. So instead of just referring to Horner as Horner, just call him the snake. <laughs> Hopefully we'll patch on. He'll... The snake from Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just him. Just in around everywhere. <laughs> but no, we'll, uh, we'll come back to that. But uh, no, that's a good idea. Um, obviously, we'll have all our different talking points and all. We'll cover like bits and pieces of any news that comes out and what we think about it. Um, we were deliberating on whether to do one or two podcasts a week, but with our full-time employment that we both have and our different li- like lives and time, because obviously Dom's like an hour ahead in Germany, 
we thought one would be better and we'll kind of cover everything from like free practice qualifying uh, obviously the race and our like analysis like analysis of it or our thoughts of it and then we'll do a bit of like our predictions for like the race after because um, last year we got into doing the f1 play which i'm sure people with f1 who who do it will know what it is and it's you know it was a good bit of crack you know saying who's going to win the race who's going to be top three who'll set the fastest lap who'll retire first was who retire first was always good because you just pick Mazepin every week. Because, <laughs> you know, as notorious as his first race lasted three corners. So, but no, we'll, uh, we'll cover different, different bits and pieces. And obviously, as we get more used to doing a podcast, we'll obviously add more things into it and have a bit more structure than just two absolute idiots talking crap for an hour. Maybe that's what it ends up being, just two idiots talking crap. But, <clears throat> yeah, I'm dead keen on F1 play this year as well. Uh, I really enjoyed last year. I mean, we started playing. I mean, I, I always think I know lots about F1, and then we started playing F1 play, and it turns out I know not, nothing, or not, nor does anybody. There's <laughs> <laughs> that. No matter what I think. Uh, even when I try not to be biased or I know someone's going to go into the weekend with some penalties or something like that and I know someone's been disqualified or someone's ill I still ended up not getting very good results so you know what if we get a good following maybe we're, we're set up a league a Purple Rain League where people who write in stuff we can add them in be a bit of a laugh because uh, the minute it's a small group <laughs> yeah there's us two and then our friend Dougie who knows even less about F1 than we do. <laughs> um, pretty sure he beat us in a couple of years as well, or he just pure guesswork. He just yeah. picked names out of a hat and was like, I'll do. Yeah, but they say a monkey <laughs> monkey could write, uh, if, what was it, a thousand monkey on a typewriter could write a masterpiece. That's Dougie. <laughs> yeah, that is it. The man has no clue. Um, he, he might feature in this podcast at some stage you know we don't know if we want to lower the intelligence of our fans with him coming and speaking but maybe he might <laughs> lower the intelligence <laughs> yeah he might become dumber to listen to his views on the sport um but obviously you know this is our first podcast but uh me and Dom the other day did our what we thought <laughs> Our top five drivers would be at the end of the season, and um, our whole ranking of the teams. It's already not looking great from the first qualifying session um, that I've seen today. <laughs> or have you got my list there as well? Because uh, I'm quite curious. Because now we've seen yes, the first... I've, yes, I've got both lists in front uh, of me. So mine's not um, annoyingly. I don't mind the hand, but I'm interested now. After we've had first, well, I'm, I'm already hopefully with the improvements that they'll obviously make throughout the season. But we, we obviously being massive Lewis Hammer fans, we went for Lewis and Mercedes being number one, and we win both championships, which um, might be a bit of a stretch this year. Um, we did surprisingly go with Ferrari being second, but after today's performance. Ferrari do look quite strong. Actually, like watching the qualifying, all the Ferrari engine cars look good. Yeah, like I Alfa thought... Romeo, 
Alfa Romeo look quite strong. Ferrari looks strong. Has surprisingly looked good. Like I know it's the first race of the season, but you know, Kevin Magnussen put in a smashing qualifying performance today. Yeah, so it's not looking great from our first qualifying um, session to do for our predictions. Obviously, we'd put that Mercedes would pretty much dominate. Um, but as you see from especially free practice and qualifying, the Mercedes car isn't where it should be. Especially listen to Lewis Hamilton and Russell and Toto. Um, pretty much saying that they don't expect a challenge anytime soon. And Toto actually said he had a sleepless night ahead of qualifying. And they do, and he doesn't know where they, they'll end up tomorrow, which is a real shame, considering where they've been for the past few years and how good they've been. And obviously Russell waiting to get in the Mercedes car and you know win some races. He finds himself in a car that isn't isn't great. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I don't know. I'm still holding my reservations open on uh, Mercedes this year. I obviously watched qualifying as well, and um. Uh, do you know what? I, I just took positives from it. I mean, we sort of knew they might be on the back foot, but they always have a good race car. I don't know. I just feel like they're going to come out with something out of the bag. Um, when you look at the speed traps, they're still up in the top. Um, I think what they're struggling most, most with the, the moment with the Mercedes engines, and you can see that with McLaren as well. I mean, McLaren were nowhere today. They were... Uh, Ricardo was P18 and Lando was P13. So they've got, they're just nowhere, nowhere to be seen considering they were like, they were the team that were pushing Red Bull and Mercedes last year. But yeah, to talk more about Mercedes. Yeah, I was, uh, I don't know. I just, I took positives from it. I wasn't expecting a big haul. I knew it was going to be a struggle. I think they're still trying to work out the engine. I think what they're struggling with most is torque. Because they're not, they haven't got the power that um, mechanical grip that's pulling them out of the corners with this uh, this new setup and the, the new regulations that are in. And when you watch the cars today, Orman, did you notice how like they're just the cars are bouncing? There's no grip. Like the the, the suspension is so much stiffer than it used to be. Like they're literally bouncing around the corners. And I just think this is this is affecting the Mercedes engines the most. Like they cannot get to grips with the corners at all. And Mercedes on the first. Uh, on on their last lap, sorry, on their Q3, their first lap, they went out on old tyres, but on old tyres, they were one and a half seconds off the top. One and a half seconds. At that point, I was like, oh, we, we're done for. Fuck me. This is... Yeah. We're uh, fucking done for. Even though they're... One and a half. I was like, oh, one and a half seconds is massive. Like, <laughs> that's just ridiculous, especially in qualifying for a team like Mercedes. But as you were saying, about the way the car was doing on the straight and it was bouncing... Um, Sky Sports had a really good view, like from just above Hamilton's head, and his head was just bouncing like everywhere in the car. It was crazy. Like I've never seen anything like it with um, like in an F one car, and it it must be killing them driving that car. Like it must be like borderline undrivable. Yeah, I mean, but, it's this is not even a bouncy track, so I yeah. I think I, I think they're going to really struggle. To be fair to Hamilton, like putting that car in fifth was brilliant. Yeah, like, I mean, somehow getting that car into fifth was great. I think so. I think so as well. And I mean, I think it says a lot about Russell. And I don't want to put too much shade on him because I know he made a mistake, but 
he ended up P9. And this is yeah. the guy that was unbeaten in qualifying, except for that one race we did with Mercedes uh, when uh, Lewis had uh, COVID. And, uh, yeah. and Bottas that, before he was second. Yeah, yeah and, and Bottas, I, at that time, they was like, yeah, but Bottas only beat him because he knows the car, he races it in week in, week out, which is fair. I agree with that. But, and you have to remember, Hamilton's one of the oldest drivers on the track. He's one of the oldest guys. And people say your reactions are slower, you're, you're aging quicker. And Howard himself says he's never been a, a good one-lap racer, even though he's got over 100 qualifying pole positions. Yeah, like, was, was last year he came out, last year he came out and said, um, yeah, um, qualifying isn't my strong point. And he's got, like a, he's got like 100 poles. It's like, how can he say something so ludicrous? <laughs> Like, it's not my strong point. I'm the most undefeated, unrecognizable best at it. I have a record for the most polls, but it's not my strong point. Like the guy's just on a different level, and um, he's still he's still my eyes the best driver on on the grid. Yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 like, I believe it. I mean, even after seeing Russell today, um, I was expecting Russell to push him, uh, be much closer. I mean, it's the first race, and you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. That was that was some fucking race, wasn't it? Fucking hell, first race of the season. What do you think? Yes, so, yeah, cracking race. Better than I thought it would be. Yeah, the race was mad. I was not expecting it to be like that. I was really unsure. But we were very lucky. Yeah. Unfortunately, obviously, I only got to see a condensed version down on Sky Sports as I was unfortunately working, so missed the race. So I missed, I'm guessing, quite a bit. Um, but yeah, the, the condensed version that I watched was was pretty interesting. A lot of good wheel-to-wheel battles happening. You know, seems the cars are better at following each other and uh, fighting around corners, I think, which is good. Yeah, I mean... I caught the whole thing, and I you noticed it tremendously, especially after the first uh, the first lap. That cars were still going halfway around the track, side by side, three abreast. It was uh, quite a sight to see, and quite surprisingly, no real incidents other than uh, Ocon t- uh, tapping one of the alphas. But uh, it was mad. It was a mad start. I've not seen it like that. And they were definitely following a lot, lot closer. And there was a lot of like to and from with the overtakes. Reminded me of the old days when like Jensen Button and and Hamilton were in Turkey, where it's like nip and tuck, they're taking each other on every corner. And it was a little bit like that, even up to the front. Uh, Hamilton got a great start. He looked like he was flying. If Sainz wasn't in the way, I think he would have passed him at the start as well. He was right on the. Yeah, he like he had a he got a wicked start, like like proper good start. And then obviously Bodas got his usual pathetic start where he dropped back loads of places. Like, yeah, I mean, that, really, that start was dreadful. Like, I, I was so poor. It was almost as poor as that time he drove into everyone. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hungary. That was almost, almost. Like, uh, I think he's setting a new record for poor starts. But uh, he, as, like, he managed to claw it back. But like, he would have come off much better. I don't know why he's so bad at starts, but then I didn't realize at the start, but both McLarens were starting on slower tires. 
And I was I was watching the start of the race and I didn't quite realise what tyres they were on. I was like, oh my God, the McLarens are just falling back even further. They were like 20th and 17th. And I was like, oh, what is going on in that car? And then yeah, I realised, ah, they're they're on, they went for mediums. Did, and I thought, oh, my did nothing, who, did nothing at all. Like, like no. there was no... Like, it must be so frustrating to be like Lana Norris coming off such a good season. And then so, being so far down. Yeah, I know. Signing a super long contract as well. A bit like Scotty Pippen signs a massive long contract and then realizes it's all been a mistake. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, <laughs> like he's sitting there watching the, like two houses ahead of him. Like he did yeah. jokingly say, like Haas could be a, a contender for McLaren this year, and maybe it looks like they will be. Yeah, I think. I has. I mean, it looks like all the Ferrari engines are blinding. They look so so good. The Haas looked looked phenomenal. The Alfa Romeo looked phenomenal. I mean, they've yeah, just, both, just got just got another level, haven't both they? Both Ferraris in the points. Uh, both Alphas in the points. One Haas in the points. Make sure you're just outside the points. Yeah. And then the the bottom six were all Mercedes engines. Ah, I was wrong. It wasn't Ocon. That, uh, he didn't tap an Alpha. He tapped Mick, didn't he? Mick Schumacher and yeah, spun him round. Yeah, I'm surprised you got that wrong since you've just been staring at your notes the whole time. <laughs> since I'm the only one that watched the whole race. Well, yeah, that, that is true, but I did see the Mick Schumacher and Ocon incident. Yeah, I mean, McLaren suffered hugely. They were not only on the mediums, and then they saw Mercedes go under the hards and thought they'd give that a crack, and then that was it. Hards were a waste of time, and I yeah, can't. Mercedes gambled big time, like putting them right on the hards, like so so early. I know, but you, did like, you see, see how much like Hamilton slid when he came out? Like he just had like no grip, no grip. And that was because you know what they've, uh, from what I understand, they've re- they've reduced the tire temperatures from the blankets this season, so that and they want to eventually try to get rid of tire blankets. But I was looking at that and thinking, well, if that's the case, that's really fucking dangerous. Send someone yeah, out on that, a race on a race. Send someone straight out on basically zero grip. I thought, what was that? Was is this game from like Christian Horner or something? Has it? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Have, have heated their tires a wee bit too much. Yeah, probably. Christian Horner went round and got a little thermometer out. You know the one you put in your anus and it's just checking it. Just going around checking the Mercedes tires. Everyone's everyone's tires. Right, right into right into Massey. But I couldn't believe it. I thought he was going to spin off. I was like, oh my God, that's fresh tyres. What, what is going on? Just sliding all over the place when he came out. I think that's dangerous. I don't think they should be lowering them. I don't see the need. I don't see what's the point in um, making it yeah, well, more dangerous. They're, they're designed to come out at a certain temperature so they have grip. Yeah. So the car's going to stick. And then I you mean, see Hamlet come out the and then he's just sliding everywhere. And you're like... Imagine sure he came out, if he came out of the traffic, that would have been an accident for sure. And then you'd be like, well, surely that's not safe if he if you send a car out. And obviously all the other cars are running around at full race speed. They've got hot tyres. So why send a car out with slippery tyres? And what happens, what happens if it rains and you're sending something in like cold intermediates or cold wet that haven't been, haven't been heated up a temperature? But Jerry, what, what, what do I know? <laughs> yeah, what do we know? That's what we need a disclaimer at the start. Just uh, it's not professional expert opinions. It's just two lads having two, having two their morons. opinion. Yeah, two morons having an opinion. Idiots talking about F one. Having an opinion. 
probably not get probably not get too into the technical stuff because we have no idea about any yeah. of it. But I was I mean, a big fan of, of of the new helmet cam that they've released. Are you? I'm not. Everyone I speak I suppose, to, I suppose, I suppose it's, it's harder for someone who's older to <laughs> not feel like nauseous when they're watching that. <laughs> I don't like it. Like, Everyone I speak like the younger generation who can actually like manage to watch what was going um, on. I think. Yeah, probably. Thanks. It just showed. It just showed. It just showed like the pure chaos that's happening inside, like inside the car. Though, like they're just they're literally heads like flying everywhere. Everyone I speak to loves it. I just I'm not a fan, but because yeah, because I'm old and I can't concentrate and there's too many flashing lights. Yeah, yeah. Well, you well you said it. Not me. <laughs> I'd like to see. I'd like to test drive a car. That's what I'd like to do. But I I don't want to be looking inside somebody's cam, looking at the end of their nose. Well, well, you've seen the TV's nose, didn't you? Someone paused it and you've seen the TV's big nose just on the side of it. <laughs> but it, definitely with the following, I mean, Max and Charles having some pretty good battles at the front. I thought uh, it, it looked pretty good. Um, touch and go. I thought Max might get him and then Charles got him back. And if it's more of the season's going to be more of that, then it's going to be a really good season to watch, I think. So actual some hard racing. Max is obviously pushing the limit. He probably flat spotted his tyres, I think, more than once. Really trying to do everything that he can. Yeah, he, proper, he was proper like late breaking, and he's just pretty, like that that one time where he got him, and then just flat spotted his tyres. Done him, I think. Yeah, and I don't think that helped with his um, anger management issues that he clearly has. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm sure someone's uh, editing that up. Is that... Because a lot of moaning and crying from him, getting really upset. But I suppose that's what it takes to be a world champion. <laughs> you don't have that, you need to have an element of being able to cry a little bit. Yeah, I suppose that is. So it makes a good world champion is when your first race of the season after you just bitch and moan for the whole race. And worryingly though, the Mercedes cars were like all in bo- bottom six. All Mercedes engines were like bottom six um, most of the race. So it was. It's worrying for the Mercedes engines, I think. Yeah, it's all about it's the overheating now. Like they were talking about in Ted's notebook, is that the temperatures are too high and they can't seem to cool the engines down, which doesn't help a great deal, to be fair. And then if you look at the Ferrari engines, which obviously performed really well, it's like just completely different. Like, how could Mercedes get it so wrong and Ferrari get it so right? But then Christian Horner did it, they asked him, did he, did he, does he think that the the battle for last year's championship affected the development of this year's cars, and he says he thinks it has because Ferrari came out of nowhere now and yeah. blew the other one out of the water. Yeah, it's weird because I went, I came to this season thinking Mercs were going to be miles ahead because they kept saying they were prepared on this season, not last season. That's why they had a bad last season. And I was thinking, ah, so this season they're going to be phenomenal. And, and that's you know when Hamilton came out and signed his new contract early doors this time, and I thought, ah, oh, he knows what's in the pipeline. He's just getting his name on to paper quick. He wants to focus on the car, focus on the season, especially after the season they were having. And yeah, that was what I was led to believe. And it doesn't seem like any of it's materialized from Mercedes. And they just seem to be. Well, it's, it's the first race, but they're talking about maybe it's not going to. They don't really know what the issue is. And if they do, it's not going to get fixed until like the European season kicks off, like which is going to be interesting. But I'm sure if Hamilton keeps putting in performances like that and just scoring points. You know, he could still be in there if they fix their engine, get themselves back, back yeah. to where they should be. I mean, it's, the... a, it's a long season, and Ferrari are not 
uh, Ferrari have had this before. Do you know what I mean? They've had a storming first half of the season and then they just completely dropped off at the end. So yeah, well, that was that was because they're a legal party, and it wasn't in twenty nineteen. Yeah. But also, that was not just twenty nineteen. There was the season when Alonso was there as well. Alonso was getting podiums, and when Sebastian Vettel was there as well, they were. Sebastian Vettel was challenging Hamilton for this for the uh, championship at the beginning of the season while he was at Ferrari, and then he fell off as well. Do you remember he was like brake testing him at Baku and things, and uh, yeah, it's all getting a bit dicey. But uh, they oh, fell yeah. off. It's, uh, it's, it's been a few seasons. You forget about Ferrari that they they do come out strong. I mean, I hope that it's a good uh, battle throughout the whole season. But yeah, I hope it's a good battle between like Ferrari and Mercedes. You know, can't see Red Bull challenging at all. I think they'll be like Williams and you know just slowly fall down the pecking order. And you know, in about twenty years' time, no one will even remember who they are. Yeah, but. Um, Thank you. You know, maybe be like a minority or something. You know, just... yeah, they get bought out by Iron Brew, and uh... yeah, then they they go bankrupt, and then cease to exist. And then that's it, and then it's just just gone, just eradicated from the history of F one, which would be a, a a dream, I think, for people. Well, I mean, they're saying about the Mercedes is they like you said they they don't think if they even if they can find what the problem is, they won't fi- fix it till the European season. But uh, I mean, for what it seems from other people where I, li- I listen to, they reckon it's like down to the torque of the engine and the, they can't get the grip down. And their cars just don't handle the bumps so much now because they're so much stiffer. But other cars seem to be handling it fine. So, yeah, hopefully it's not going to be too bad of an issue and then they'll get themselves. Yeah themselves sorted because you, you never know that. That could be literally like the only thing that's keeping their car back from being unbelievable. Is they've got. Slightly their engine a bit wrong, you know. You never know, you know, fix that, then they never know. They could end up smashing every single race, which would be unbelievable. It was interesting to see in the, the race restart after the, uh, after the safety car, Max was trying his old tricks of putting his nose in and getting in the way and hustling the car up front to, to do them. But he could, I mean, after he, he came up with excuses why, why he messed that up, he was blaming it on the car not being able to turn. But I was looking at the replay, and I was thinking, I don't think that's the reason. I was looking at it, and he basically just messed it up. He, on a sharp right-hand yeah. corner, he sort of just stuck his nose in and realised he has to then obviously slow loads down and take a really slow, short corner, whereas uh, Leclerc went long wide just so he could put the power down. So he got caught. That's why he got caught out, not because he couldn't... Oh, no, no, wouldn't do anything with the car at that point. He, like he said, he was doing his really trick of trying to snip in his nose into the... Into the Making the other guy make a mistake, and then Leclerc just went and Verstappen just look. He didn't. He didn't expect Leclerc to go at that time, and he just yeah. would end up miles behind. Like he was yeah. a second behind by the time he got down. And but no, that's the car's issue because Verstappen can never take any blame for himself. It's always someone else's. It's always the car's problem or something like that. Uh, did you see uh, Toto's comments about uh, Mercedes going onto the hard tires? No. Well, what did he say? <laughs> Toto, uh, Toto said, uh, putting on the hards was like putting my hand in the toilet. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <And> flushing. <laughs> Should we run down from uh, the result? Front to back. Um, I have top 10 just written down. Oh, I've got the whole 20, so we can go through. Oh, okay, okay. You do the, you do, oh, you do the whole 20. 
I'll do the whole 20. Yep. Well, I only have top 10. They're like, wow. so, you know, unless you do 19, unless you do 20 to 11, they'll do 10 to 1. All right. Oh, so I'll start with 20 then. Obviously, 20th was uh, Gasly. He DNF'd. It looks like an MG UK failure. They reckon it is different from the, the other two Mercedes. And then our favourite driver of the year, Max Verstappen, also DNF. Looks like um, engine issues. Then Perez, 18th. What can I His say? His was a joy to watch. His was a joy to watch. Just him spinning. I yeah. Was like, oh, oh, oh. I, I, th- I reckon Hamilton was going to catch him anyway. Um, I don't think Hamilton would have caught Max, but um, Max had already managed to stop too many times, but I don't think he was gonna, ever going to be caught by Hamilton. But Perez, uh, it was, he was catching him with the lap to go, and I thought yeah, like... it will be, it'll be close. It will be close. But here's a car also DNF'd. As Hamilton said on the radio at the end, right, reliability is key. So, yep, yep, let's go. <laughs> Uh, 17th, we had Hulkenberg. He had lots of issues during the race. Engine was running hot. Uh, he, he also had a poor start, um, and he was having to lift and coast a lot, which is a bit of a shame because I thought he had a reasonable qualifying, and I thought it would be nice to... I like seeing Hulkenberg back, Hulkenberg back in the paddock. I really, yeah. like, I really like him as a driver, but I just think he's been really unlucky. He's yeah, just... he's never had a strong, strong car, to be fair, like, so... No, and he's never managed to get on the podium and I just feel like he's, he should have sometimes but uh, it's always never fell his way Latifi was 16th he's sort of nowhere to be honest I'm yeah, surprised he finished I'm surprised he finished behind the McLarens 15th was Norris they also had issues with engine temps and brake duct, is, brake duct issues but I mean they also made the horrible mistake of going on to hards and then Ricardo was 14th, uh, literally the same mirror problems. The, the team just looked nowhere. They looked awful. Yeah, Considering they, they won races last year, and this year they just looked, they looked like one of the worst teams on the grid. Miles behind, miles away. Albon had a pretty good race until he came to the safety car. I think he lost that, He lost out when the safety car came out. Um, he was just, he's one of the guys that didn't pit, and then he was just being overtaken by everyone on fresh tyres. Yeah. Uh, Stroll, just a pretty average race, but I think Aston Martin in general have got a lot of uh, questions to be asked because they, I think they just <clears throat> didn't seem all together. Mick Schumacher obviously got spun by uh, uh, Ocon. Other than that, pretty solid. I mean, he, he would have finished in the points, I believe, if he didn't get spun around, and that uh, would have been nice for him. But um, he's obviously also nowhere near as quick as his teammate and it really is a bit of a bar set by uh, Magnussen now you can see the yeah. someone with experience and someone is I know he's not as rookie as Schumacher but I mean 5th and te- 11th is still a big gap yeah yeah exactly then obviously you... what, what were we going to say there sorry I'm just going to say like it'd be interesting to see how the season plays out for them because Magnussen looked on fire all weekend and uh, Mick did not. So, I mean, I hope Mick gets it together, but it just, yeah. a lot of people were asking questions already, like a little bit off of your teammate. Yeah, to- like, I can Magnuson come in after not driving for like 14 months or whatever it was, and then come in and just absolutely nail it. Like, yeah. And they yeah, said that's not easy. So, that's, uh, that's, that's 20 to 10, mate. Yeah. Um, 
So in tenth was the second alpha, the rookie of the year. Um, that's in. Um, it's going to be a horrific attempt to pronounce his name. So bear with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure you pronounce his name. His surname's like Joe. Am I correct? I mean, I think it's uh, Zhao Gan Yu. <laughs> or Zhao Gan Yu. Um, but... I thought it was like. Uh... Oh, darling, I don't, I'm not even going to attempt it. <laughs> not even going to attempt We've it. We've got the season to practice. We've got the season. Yeah, yeah, I've got a few more races to go. But yeah, he, he done well scoring points in his first F, F1 race. You know, obviously he pipped Schumacher towards the end. You know, nice strong performance from Alpha. Especially with Bottas finishing higher up. And then Alonso in ninth. Just scoring points is what Alonso does. Uh, Yuki in eighth. Good drive from Yuki, actually. Compared to his, like, the troubles that he had last season. Um, he did drop down a wee bit, but he done well to make himself put, go back up in the eighth place there, which is quite good. Be a big season for him, I think. Um, to properly prove himself in F1. And obviously they've uh, they've kept their drive line up the same this year with Gasly. Uh, but interestingly, um, the four fastest cars were the red were the Red Bulls and Alpha Tauris, and only Yuki finished. All the rest of them went out with power with power unit issues. So that might be a thing to look on to. And then Ocon, another good performance by Ocon. I actually really like Ocon. To be fair, I think he's a really good driver. Really good. Could be an interesting season for Alpine. No one's really talked about them. They just kind of have slipped under the radar and scored decent points for the first race of the season. And then good old Bottas up there in sixth. What a guy. Great drive. After falling down to like 13, 14th at the start when his, her- his start was horrific. Like, I, just, I just don't know how he, how he does his starts. He's just like... like He's, does he get confused which one's the brake and which one's the gas? So, so bad. You know, like, he must be like, great start beside Hamilton, nice wee fight, and then he's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> or it's just flying past him, flying right past him. But no, nope, not a good drive for him in the sixth, which is good. Again, good double points finish for um, Alpha, which is really good. Really strong start for them. And then the Viking, the main man, Kevin Magnussen in fifth. Big drive from him this week. Big, big point scored for Haas. Don't think Gunder said much about it. Uh, I think he kept himself pretty reserved from the point they scored this weekend. But no, it'll be interesting to see if they can keep that up and keep going. Maybe push themselves into the midfield again, you know, instead of fighting with Williams at the back of the of the grid. Uh, and then Russell in fourth and Hamilton in third. Big point scoring for for Mercedes, I think that's way more points than they ever thought they were going to get this weekend. You know, they were up there anyway in, in fourth and fifth, but, you know, with the double double DNF or Red Bull, you know, it's pushed them up into even higher points. But, you know, the car wasn't quick at all, really. Didn't perform good on, on hard tyres. You know, they changed their strategy about... You know, yes, maybe Hamilton could have got Perez towards the end, but you know, we'll we'll never know. But I'm happy enough with them scoring good points, and I'm pretty sure Toto Lewis and, and George are happy enough with the points that they've scored. Definitely more than what they all thought they'll they'll do. 
And then obviously in second place, Carlos Sainz. It's hard not to like Carlos Sainz, I think. He's a good guy around the paddock. Good driver, obviously wants to win, but be tough between him and Leclerc this season. And obviously in first place, I'll charge Leclerc. It's good to see him up on the podium, him finishing first, win the race. Good to hear him making me jokes about his party and issues that he had a few years ago with the last the last half of Bahrain. But yeah, that's um that was ten to one. <sighs> There's uh some big points scored there for for Ferrari engines. Yeah, I mean they were they look really strong, don't they? It'd be nice to see the season play out. Well, uh, one of the things I didn't get about signs this weekend is, is like every moment on the radio, he's just complaining how it's been a difficult weekend, how he struggled, how he's a tenth off, how it was a poor weekend. And I'm thinking he was second. I mean, he's maybe, seems to... maybe that just shows where he thinks he should be. Yeah. Like he, you know, maybe he's like, I'm quicker than being tenth off Leclerc. I'm faster than him, but. I know. Well, I mean, it's the first race of the season. I just think he's been a bit harsh on himself. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't want to beat himself too much, and then his you know performance could drop a bit. You know, that's the last thing he wants is pushed himself too hard. <laughs> you know, trying to beat Leclerc all the time, and then he ends up just beating himself. Really. But as you said, first race of the season, we've still got twenty races to go, or however many they'll probably maybe sneak in in a bit. You know, it's always a be subject to change circuit that's kicking about, and then next thing you know, there's two other circuits added in. But no, it will be be interesting to see where we'll go this year. Uh, did you catch any of the interviews after the race? No, I only taught Ted's notebook, um, which was a shame. Uh, uh, I was uh, Ted's but I didn't catch any. Catching any Lucy Horner, I was waiting to hear what Horner had said, but I've not heard any quotes from him. Is, Are you ready um, for principal's office? Very upsetting. Yes, I am ready for a principal's office. Oh, corner, corner. May I, please may I enter? Please enter. Please come in. Please sit down. So I think my favourite favorite comments from the weekend, from uh, the principal's office, I think Toto's going to be up there with uh, sticking your hand in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, that was a good one. For putting, on, putting on hards. And then uh, you got to have a bit of Gunther, I think, as well. Gunther said, uh, could you imagine if Magnussen raced last year, we'd be on the podium? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Must think Magnussen's a driving god. On a podium. Uh, I did enjoy that. I mean, they're the best two from the the weekend. But uh, just in general, from the interviews, I felt like George Russell looked really pissed. From the from the interviews, he just looked like he was really annoyed. Even though he was talking about positive positivity and how they got what I think I don't know, maybe he's just a bit upset that the car isn't exactly where they would hope it would be. But honestly, if you get the chance to look at the interviews, he just looks it looks like someone's just told him a relative has died. Um, but can you just go out there and say nice things about the car? It looks weird. Yeah. It just doesn't match up with what he's ta- what he's talking about. Uh, like, whereas Hamilton is like buzzing, he knows the car was not there, it was rubbish, they got a fluke result, and uh, he's like chuffed his chuffed his like chips, he's loving it. Whereas George is like the opposite, he's like looks really depressed but talking positively about the car. Yeah, I think I think George has just been waiting for so long to drive Mercedes, and he's finally there, and the car isn't what it 
what it's meant to be. Like, I mean, you like, wouldn't you, like, you would be like, pissed. Though, it's, like driving a, it's like driving a Williams all over again. He's like, what the fuck have <laughs> I got to do? get a good car under me? You, you would be pissed off, wouldn't you? Could you imagine if you uh, played a lottery where you won a Ferrari and the Ferrari gets delivered to your house, but it's got no engine? <laughs> yeah, it would be absolutely fuming. Yeah, you can have the car, but uh, it only drives on skateboard wheels. Or there is a Ferrari, but it's got the engine of a Fiat 500. Yeah. I'll, I'll go 20 miles an hour. But no, you feel, I do, I do feel sorry for him. But like I said, it's my first race of the season. Mercedes will obviously be pumping loads of research into this car. Yeah. Lando just came out in the interview and said, I have no idea. Like this. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I have no idea. <laughs> Literally every question. How was that out there? I have no idea. What happened out there? I have no idea. I just have no idea. Like, could you imagine how boring it must have been for him driving that car? Yeah. Like how frustrating. He's just there going, oh, I'm not getting any points today. Oh, they oh, they look quick. Oh, <laughs> fuck, we're slow. Oh, I mean, they, fin- <laughs> they, did, they finished third last year, didn't they? Am I right? No, they finished fourth in the behind Ferrari. Didn't Fry not nip them. Oh. Pretty sure Fry nipped them towards the end. I mean, uh, Ricardo was just saying, Ricardo said that his poor start was also down. He was just trying to avoid an accident. Maybe that's what Bottas was doing. Not not getting his teeth stuck in. Yeah, Bottas just doesn't get involved, does he? Come on, last time Bottas actually um, caused an accident from the start. Oh, wait, no, hungry. But that was a pretty minor accident. I don't remember hearing much about that one. No, no, did you not? No, no, it's it pretty reminded, minor. It, it, reminded me, it reminded me of a strike in bowling. <laughs> it's like you just seen the back of, you just seen Max Verstappen's car and went, I'm going to ram this McLaren into him. <laughs> he, went, he went through so many people. <laughs> Absolutely. He just trashed them. The only other time I've seen something that mad was, do you remember seeing, um, I can't, you'll be able to remember the track, but there was that time when there was a safety car and people were obviously stop, uh, slowing and speeding up and stop it, slowing and speeding up. And it might have been Spa, but the, everyone came around the corner and all of a sudden on the main start straight, everyone broke too heavily. It just ran into, <laughs> ran into each other. Do you remember the track? Oh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't actually remember that. Oh. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll send you the clip. It was Matt. No, we'll, we'll bring it up on our next show. Yeah. So, what's your afterthoughts and your uh, predictions for next week? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. Next week's a. Uh, well, it's Jeddah. So, we all know what happened last time we went there. So, it'd be pretty. Pretty interesting, just as long as I do have a sneaky feeling like Red Bull might get a double DNF. Not too sure. I think, um, I, think I might hear some more Moni Max crying his eyes out about the engine. You know, Perez just saying, Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I lost it. I lost it. And then maybe maybe just some more Hamilton say shouting, let's go, you know. 
Unbelievable. Great work, guys, from everyone. Everyone back in the factory. In the factory. You know, I think, I don't know, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, see if Mercedes can do anything between now and next week. It'll be good to see McLaren score some points. That's not really, yeah. I mean, there's a difference between your predictions and what you're hoping to happen. <laughs> I'm not going to make any predictions yet. I'll do my predictions next, do my predictions on Saturday once I've seen qualifying and kind of gauge where people are and what people oh, look yeah. like. Um, I'm working on Saturday morning, so I have to watch the qualifying on Saturday evening, but I'm also going out on Saturday night. Then I'm working on Sunday as well, so hopefully Jed is a bit later so I can get home and watch it. Um, But it was good to see Horner and Karma trending on Twitter afterwards. <laughs> that, was, that was that was pretty good. I, was, I really thoroughly enjoyed that. And then the... Um, FIA were inspecting Carlos Sainz's car after the race. I don't know if you heard about that. I did hear about that. Did you hear what came of it? Uh, no, I don't know whether it was random or maybe Red Bull had asked the FIA to have a look. And, probably. Uh, they probably why, had a... why, are they, why are they so much faster than us? Can you please go investigate, please? I mean, I, I think uh, the investigation spy department in Red Bull must be much more f- highly funded than the actual development of their car. Yeah, I think that's like a budget. But they've probably got like super telescopes lined up on the hillsides just to be looking inside. Pure espionage. Pure espionage. That's what it is. Just corner dresses a woman just sneaking around the paddock, just having a look in people's cars. And mind you, not as much as Seb. He's he's a like renowned noun for, isn't he? What's the word? Renowned. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Renowned. Renowned. But uh, uh, I don't know. We can only hope for a Mercedes win next week. Well, this weekend, sorry. Yeah, let's see. Let's see the qualifying and then make a decision. Then and then see what we see what we've been left with. Yeah, uh, I just hope people have enjoyed listening to me and you talk absolute shite for however long we've been on for. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna pause it and uh, then we'll see. See what I will get a. Oops, sorry, I don't mean to keep talking over you, Dom. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, well, so uh, if you just ignore what the older man is saying. Um, with the bad eyesight. And, yeah, uh, bad, bad eyesight and nausea with fast-moving things. Um, you know, well, hopefully, you know, we'll get this a bit more structured. And we do have a structure. We just haven't really followed it for this, for this episode. Um, you know, a bit more structure. A bit more... Bit more, I don't know. I can't remember the word. Oh, it's going to really drive me, drive me insane. <laughs> uh, bit more content. There we con- go. Bit yeah, we get. We work on the content. We're obviously going to work on some other points like Q and A and predictions. But predictions we're going to be doing on Saturday after the qualifying the agenda, the catch up and stuff. But um, just hope yeah. people enjoy listening to us talk shite about F one. Uh, well, we'll try and probably set up like an email address for people to like contact contact Dom mostly because I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> so I'm, edit, I'm editor and I'm editor and admin. Or oh, oh no, right? You know what? I'll take I'll take the email and I'll um and social media. Oh yes, I'll take the email and social media at some stage. 
<laughs> we're going to Q&A going and, you know, answer some people's questions and repost, yeah, we'll the, funny, repost the funniest memes we've come across. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we get on and how this goes, but it'll be an interesting season. I think it'll be better with us talking like this. And we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. Do you want to sign us out? I just want to say thanks for listening to our massive fan base that we have obviously collected already after this one episode. Yeah, I well, uh, hope you all look forward to some more, some more content from Dominic and myself. Yeah. And um, if anybody has any questions, please don't hesitate to get in touch. And uh, I'll just say, let's go. Let's go. Let's go.